But anyway, I want to get into this today. Um, here, a, a subject that's very you know near dear to my heart. Uh, know this first: uh, when God calls uh, you know individuals, He gives individuals assignments. Uh, you know, there's a lot of general practitioners in the body of Christ today, but there also are specialists that God has given special talents, special gifts. Uh, too. He's given insight and wisdom on certain subjects, give revelation as the actual word. And one of the subjects that God has given me uh, just deep revelation or profound revelation in is demonology and deliverance or the operation of demons. Now, when I talk about the operation of demons by no way, mean, shape, or form, are we glorifying or empowering demon spirits? Uh, we're actually bringing uh, in, uh, well, I wouldn't say insight. We're bringing that darkness into light in order to expose their works. Uh, you know, the, one of the greatest um, tactics of Satan through the years uh, has been to get people, especially believers, uh, you know this as well. The Bible was written to the believer, not to the non-believer. There are scriptures in there uh, that you know, give access to the non-believer, and obviously those would be our salvation scriptures, but uh, the Bible, you know, 99-ish percent plus has been written to the church, the body of Christ, the believers, the followers of Jesus Christ, the, in the Old Testament, the people of covenant, and on and on it goes. So uh, when, we, when we begin to look at the, uh, the realm of demons, demonology, uh, we have to understand that if Satan wants to have the greatest effect on somebody, or, or if he wants access to somebody, the greatest thing he can do is become invisible or non-existent. Think about that for a second. Uh, think about trying to fight an enemy that's non-existent in your life, or, or that doesn't exist, obviously. That's what that term means. Now, that's what Satan has done uh, in, the, in what I think is the last two decades has been working on it for years and probably before me, you know, a thousand years ago, I don't know, I wasn't there, but I'm just saying in, in my spiritual life and my Christian walk, I've seen Satan uh, just be, uh, you know, begin to diminish in the vocabulary of a believer in, in, in pulpit preaching and teaching. Uh, it's, just, it, it's not a modern popular subject. Uh, when I say modern popular, I'm not talking about God modern. I'm talking about carnal modern to the carnal church is not a modern subject because the ideas that Satan has sowed in the hearts and in, in the minds of pastors is you have to modernize the word of God in order to reach people or grow your numbers. Uh, it's funny I say that. Um, another key element of Satan is deception, one of the greatest tools our weapons that he has is deception. And I read an article today. Uh, go ahead and say amen or something. I'm already preaching, exhorting you pretty good. Uh, but I, I read an article of four of the, the biggest well-known preachers in the land today in America. And uh, they, someone had interviewed them or started taking quotes and different things from their podcasts and all that, so on and so forth. Well, one of the newest and biggest they asked him, how did you you know, grow your church? You started out uh, with thousands. You're, you're now building thousands upon thousands. You're reaching thousands. And he said, uh, I grew the church. Now, number one, the Bible says, unless the Lord grows, builds the house, they who build it labor in vain. Yeah, but this guy said, I built the church. I established the church. 
in the way that I did it. He didn't say anything about Jesus, nothing about the scriptures. He said the way that I did it was Instagram or social media actually said Instagram. And he says, um, that's how I grew the church. And then the church, meaning the idea of the ministry. And then out of that, the church became. Well, I got some scripture for you. I don't know if you really want to hear it. It seems like the majority of people have turned a deaf ear uh, to the scriptures, and rather they'd rather have a, a you know fancy you know, dialect. They'd they'd rather have you know some kind of verbiage that's uh, cute and, and exciting and, and ear scratchy, itchy. You know what I'm saying? God bless you, by the way. I'm not mad at you. I gotta help you though. So I want to talk to you today. I, I this. Uh, sentence I'm going to say or quote jumped in my spirit about two weeks ago and it it, it goes like this uh, Satan or demons will always disguise themselves they'll always camouflage themselves uh, and they come to you under the guise or the disguise the word guise being the disguise of life that's such a powerful statement and so many believers have received that uh, that liar, that deception of Satan, then they no longer fight demons. They no longer fight the demonic or the spiritual battle in the air. Uh, rather, we just chalk it up to, quote, unquote, that's life. When something goes bad, that's life. All right, or another one, karma. A lot of Christians believe in karma. Well, karma, karma is a Western religion birthed out of Buddhism and Hinduism, uh, which are, are gods that were natural gods that are now dead. They're not alive. Uh, and we have no business operating in, in other religions outside of godliness or, or, or true God doctrine. Come on, someone say amen out there. Let me give you a little breather, uh, let you catch your breath, and I'll get some scripture to you. Now, the first one I want to get into is found in 2 Corinthians 11, 13 through 15. I'll read it in the Amplified. But leading up to this, the Bible warns us in Thessalonians and Timothy, brings several warnings uh, to watch out for counterfeit teachers, preachers, also in Jude, uh, counterfeit teachers and preachers. And, and I would add this, not adding to the Scripture, changing the integrity of the Scripture, but I would add, add this to it. In the Bible, I don't have time to take you to Scripture, Scripture, uh, precept upon precept today concerning this matter, but this is a biblical-derived statement. Uh, there are those who started off uh, with the right heart, right intention, with the right information, but then along the line, they either were deceived uh, by a demon or they went after something uh, out of their flesh that would cause them popularity, and they left the doctrine of God's Word. Uh, but either way, they fall under this next scripture I'm going to read to you in 2 Corinthians. I'd also I'd also say this. The Bible talks about uh, false prophets. Now, when the word says watch out for false prophets or know them by their fruit, understand this. Uh, it, it doesn't mean necessarily uh, that they come in the name of God. There's a lot of land prophets. Uh, like we can say this, specialists, I don't want to name anybody's name, but during COVID there was a certain person uh, who, who said they were a doctor, and, and they begin to give uh, false prophecy or they begin to lead the land by prophecy, even though it was false prophecy or false information, the whole land followed and listened uh, to their words. Now, now they chalked it up uh, to scientific fact. 
or findings, but it wasn't scientific findings at all. We found out it was all a lie, but the world still followed these false prophets. So there's false prophets in the land that profess to know something uh, beyond a natural person's ability to know. Uh, so they're a seer. That's what a God prophet is. God prophet gets information from God, and it's not flawed information, and it's never false. It always comes to pass. Uh, but there's land prophets too that contend or try to bring confusion on the scene. All right, let me get to the scripture. Second Corinthians eleven thirteen through fifteen. The amplify it says, "For such men are counterfeit, counterfeit apostles." Uh, deceitful workers masquerading as apostles of Christ. And I really don't want to get into that part. I want to get into this part. And no wonder since Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. Once again, Satan himself masquerades or pretends to be or, or appears to you as an angel of light. First, Bible doesn't say I'm putting that in there in brackets. First, so it is no great surprise uh, if his servants also masquerade demons also masquerade as servants of righteousness, but their end will be uh, will correspond with their deeds, or, or, or they're going to uh, reap where they sowed. So let's look at this for a second. If Satan, number one, tries to get you to believe he doesn't exist, and the teaching of, of demons, demonology, or, or Satan himself it is demonic, ungodly, it's not modern, it's not correct for the time, the hour in which we live, it's old-fashioned, it's died, it's gone away, it was an error, it was a mistake, or leave that subject alone. Uh, Satan has already has a hold, some kind of hold. It might not be a stronghold yet, but he's got a grip somewhere in your life, and, and he is robbing because he's already caused deception. So he's either breeding or bringing uh, havoc, torment, uh, you know, he's blinding your eyes, robbing you from the truths, the good things of God in, in, in just deception concerning that I don't exist, meaning Satan would say to you, I don't exist. Uh, I, I don't know. There might be a modern day poll uh, that, that is out there today. I'm not sure of it, but I'm sure there is maybe on Barner Research or something. But there might be a modern day poll that tell you how many, believe, how many Christians don't believe in hell or don't believe in Satan. And I would get, would uh, gather to say it's it's a high percentage. Um, and uh, number one, the uh, you know Satan tries to come to you under the guise of life, or that he doesn't really exist. It's not reality. Uh, we can also say this: in that deception that Satan doesn't exist, uh, or you refuse to believe God's word concerning that matter, uh, you are the, now the easiest prey Satan will ever face. I used this example on Sunday. It was a little harsh and maybe a little, I don't know, uh, violent, but I didn't mean it by violence and I wasn't making threats, but it's, it's just a simple example. If I want to hurt somebody or destroy someone's life, uh, uh, the greatest way that I can uh, uh, prey on someone without their knowledge is them not knowing I exist or my ex anger or hatred uh, towards them exists. That means I fit in with the crowd. I fit in with life. A as an enemy of somebody else, that means I'm close to them. Come on now, I'm helping you more than you think. I'm close to them. I fit in with life. Uh, you see me. You're, you're a part of my operation, uh, but I haven't made any advances towards you. I, I haven't uh, said anything challenging or evil towards you. Uh, so you just assume, come on now, that I'm just a normal everyday person. 
if I can keep you in that mindset, I can take you out anytime I want to. I, I can come in from behind you because you've already given me access uh, uh, to you. I can get close proximity because I fit in. That's what Satan is doing to the body of Christ. And then he has the body of Christ thinking it's just life. Oh, glory. Uh, uh, yeah, once again, I'll say it. Preaching pretty good today. Amen. Uh, you do better. It'd be better for you to take the New Testament. The Old Testament's wonderful as well. Uh, but I'd take the New Testament, and I would do a word study concerning, concerning Satan, the end times, uh, demons, demonology, deliverance, and authority, our authority over them. But I, I surely would not be ignorant of the day we live, the, the day we presently live in, in the battle that's going on in the air, according to Ephesians, uh, around us. Now, I want to read something else to you. In Second Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, verse 9, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness and then that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Twofold here, but number one, let's look at this. Satan is here, he's coming, but talking about the Antichrist who's coming uh, in the same idea of destruction, uh, deception, destruction, and so on and so forth. But number 10 kind of gives us an understanding that uh, it, within all deceivableness uh, of righteousness, so that means he has the ability to deceive even righteous people. Righteous people in the Bible are talking about believers. Now, how could he deceive a righteous person? Come on, a person that's right with God, right in his doctrine, right, so on and so forth. If he can get that person to leave a part of the Scripture out, meaning it's too severe. Like, I don't understand why people don't like the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I don't, I don't understand why believers, uh, I'm making a point, so I'm going to say it this way. I don't understand why believers are embarrassed of praying in other tongues. I don't understand why believers are embarrassed to lay hands on the sick. I don't understand why believers are embarrassed to cast out devils or profess Jesus Christ openly in, in all the complete things of the kingdom of God. Now, I say I don't understand, but I do understand because the flavor of today is acceptance or popularity. Uh, we try to fit in in every group to every sect. Uh, we, we try to fit in, in in the mom's club, in the daddy's club, in the gym, you know, with our children in the, in the leagues and so on and so forth. God never sent us here to fit in. God sent us here as messengers, uh, and we carry the presses or the presses help me, Lord Jesus, the precious message of the Word of God. Uh, we carry a treasure. The Bible says, you, I, me, I have a treasure in my earthen vessel. So within me, meaning the Word of God, uh, there's a treasure, and I'm supposed to bring this treasure and convey it to the world. Uh, I'll tell you right now, you may think it's embarrassing to talk about praying in tongues or casting out devils, but to a person that's ignorant of Jesus Christ, that's bound with a demon, and you stop the tormenting demon spirit and take authority and cast that thing out of them, that person's not going to be mad at you or look at you like you're crazy. That person is going to be in, in debt to you or, or indebted to you for life because they have been tormented day in, day out. Their life has been ruined, and you have just set them free in the name of Jesus. Come on now. Go ahead and say it again. Uh, amen, because I'm preaching pretty good. We should not be deceived or in, in a position uh, to be deceived. 
Uh, we should do what the Bible says. Study to show thyselves approved unto God. Uh, study to show thyselves approved unto God. You continually study our word, our Bible, so we know how to deal with issues no matter what arises. Can I go a little further uh, with you today? Go to Ephesians 4. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, I don't know about you, but but I, I want to, if possible, let's say Satan is invisible and, and by speaking the truth concerning Satan and his demons, every time I speak the truth, uh, we paint a little bit of his being, and he goes from being invisible to be seen or known, uh, meaning he, he goes from uh, you know uh, not an enemy to, wow, I have an enemy. And if I can enlighten you in the truth that Satan really exists, uh, he has one-third of all the angel hosts of heaven as his little army, uh, and they're here today, and they operate in the air, and they're trying to bring destruction, steal, kill, and destroy. If I can sober you to that Bible truth, I can get you to live in a better place in your life or live outside or underneath, out from underneath the attack or the bondage or the weight uh, of Satan and or his attack. Uh, you ought to say amen within yourself, and you ought to thank the Lord a little bit that he sent me as a messenger to convey this truth uh, to you. I, I could sit here if you want. Now, I'm not going to, you know me better than that, and I could just tell you uh, with like a real cutesy voice and put like a, a, a little, I don't know, I, I don't want to say the wrong word, but like put a little feminine in my voice and tell you that tomorrow's going to be wonderful and everything's going to be balloons and confetti and, and live your best life and your best days are ahead of you and God has a wonderful plan. I, I could tell you all that and give you you know a, a false understanding of what tomorrow holds or or I can begin to prepare you for what the bible says is at our doorstep right now now there's darkness at your doorstep right now there's a demon right now let me let, maybe I'll scare you into the truth i know some of you're going to say well he can't use fear well i'll, I'll use whatever i have to i guess uh, satan has groomed and has your children on his radar even right now, especially those who are rolling their eyes and mocking the message that I'm bringing today. Satan's already singled your children out. Uh, Satan has, has already ha has a demon, demons assigned to your children, has a trap, a plan of attack set for your children, your, chi your child, your grandchildren. And if he can get you to not believe or to act and operate in a fallen world system, he's going to spring that trap and he's going to catch and get a hold, a stronghold of your children, grandchildren, and you are going to be in a fight for your life. So it's time to sober up. Glory to God. Amen. Preaching better than what you're saying. Ephesians 4, 27. Um, if, you didn't, if you weren't here yesterday, uh, that would have been, uh, yesterday would have been the, or, or the day before, Sunday. Uh, what is today? The 18th, and Sunday was the 16th. If you weren't here on Sunday the 16th, you need to go back and watch. I shared a lot of this, or, or, or maybe I'm going a little deeper today, but a lot of these little truths that will really help you. And uh, let me wrap it up here. Uh, Ephesians 4, 27 through 30 says, if I can find it myself, Ephesians 4, 27 through 30 Oh, Lord, help me. Neither give place to the devil. What's that mean? That means you can give an open door to Satan in your life. You can give an open door. All right, if you're a man, a male, you are the head of your household. Now, God's given you the authority over your entire household. If you 
don't understand this truth, uh, you have the, the, the key and or not to open or lock the door to Satan. But the Bible very clearly says, neither give place to the devil. Let him who st stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, work with his hands, and the things that are good that he may uh, uh, give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that means the building up of people, that it may uh, minister grace unto the hearers, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, all wrath, all anger, all clamor, all evil speaking be put away uh, from you with all malice, and be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God uh, forgave uh, Christ's uh, sake has forgiven you. Very simple here. Come away from sin. Understand there's an adversary. We have an adversary, uh, Satan, who he walketh about. He's looking for a, a easy prey. He's trying to pounce on believers. He's trying to deceive you away from the truth. But if you stick with the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you, nah, Satan's not going to get you. He's going to get more than he bargained for. And we're going to just go ahead and send him back, cast him out to the void of space where he belongs. Well, I hope this helped you. Jesus Christ is the head. Uh, Jesus Christ is the great, uh, our great Savior, our Messiah. God is the creator of all living matter. We're not afraid. We don't fear Satan, but we can't be ignorant of his vices either. Now, we have to bring uh, a Satan and his demons and all of their vices, their lies, their deceptions to the light. And when, when light is, is shining, darkness flees. Well, God bless you. I love you. RichardSummerlin.com. Go find us on YouTube, New Way Church, uh, FL.com. You can get us on YouTube. You can get us on social media. Share these things. Watch them. It helps the Word of God go forth when you do your diligence and you help share these things and follow and like and on and on it goes. Uh, until next time, I love you. Thank God for you. God bless you.